reborn out of disaster, more survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! And I'm Murray Fox, and we are your hosts, I guess, for... The hostesses with the mostesses. <laughs> we are hosting the Doom Patrol podcast here, and tonight we are looking at My Greatest Adventure, number 81, the Doom Patrol's second appearance. It is from, where is it from, August 1963? 1963. 1963. I was only minus 10 years old when this one was written. <laughs> there you go. It'll be a few more years until I'm born, let me think. <laughs> minus 7 <laughs> and hey, counting. Hey, all right, on this show, I get to be the young guy. That's like right. It. You're the young guy. That's right. I Andy. like it. The cranky old man. <laughs> all right, so tonight is the... Uh... World Strangest Heroes versus the Nightmare Maker. That's right. We've got Nazis and monsters and. This is an awesome, awesome premiere cover. <laughs> it, it's aw- It really is cool. You got the big squid, yeah, squid thing. Squid, she's gonna poke it with the giant torpedo. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> symbolism there. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Eh? There's a little boat in front with uh, Robot Man being hauled sh- hauled on board. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. Oh. And is, I I guess that's Negative Man there with his uh, little scuba gear on. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is a yeah. yeah, it's a great cover. Great, great cover. One of my favorite covers of of at least the first ten that I, ten or so that are in this uh, showcase or yeah. this uh, yeah 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 archive. So Doom Patrol, the uh, splash page is. A nightmare maker, and it's the last girl's got these dudes on a little uh, ice section that she's cut out, and she doesn't see the massive snow beast coming in behind her. But Larry does, and he's pointing it out. But Robot Man doesn't see it. He says, "What are you talking about? I don't see a snow beast." That's right. Uh-oh. There's nothing Robot there. And scent is going screwy. <laughs> Something is going wrong for sure. So the uh, story starts with the Doom Patrol just uh, chilling out at the pad there. She's reading tabloids, and uh, Larry looks pretty smart, and he's got a nice uh, check coat there. No kidding. He's very Purple swank pants. there. <laughs> he look, looks very Hugh Hefner with his uh, bandaged head. And, uh, <laughs> it's not quite a smoking jacket, but it looks similar to one. Yeah, no kidding. He's uh, very GQ today. Mm-hmm. I think she's trying to back on Rita. <laughs> Like he always is. That's right. No kidding. He's and, the player. <laughs> he is. And Robot Man busts in. Ah, we're all, we're all missing. Get used to it now. Come on down the stairs. Chief wants to see us. So they go down. She said, hey, I got uh, some action for today. A submarine's trapped in the ocean bottom off of New York. Its propeller is smashed. And if that wasn't bad enough, poisonous waste gas has apparently escaped from the engine room, rendering the entire crew unconscious. How convenient. That's right. And off they go in their little uh, 
a little speedboat there. I like how they have the giant scuba equipment for reason. <laughs> it's almost swamping the boat, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we might not make it to the boat because this thing's going to drag us under, but uh, we'll be ready when it happens. <laughs> so she jumps in the water, grows up real huge, and puts on her scuba gear. In her skirt. <laughs> yeah. She's swimming around in her skirt. Yeah, no, no uh, <laughs> wetsuit or nothing for her. She's a she's one tough woman. chick. That's right. <laughs> and she, I like how she's swimming down and she's carrying them with one in each hand like they're uh, popsicles. <laughs> I know. We're not worried about the bends or anything. We're just zipping right down there. <laughs> and not only that, but I mean, they're, she's holding them by their calves. Like, <laughs> they're not like we're around around the chest like you usually see giant people grab people. It's she's holding them by the calves, and they're they're remaining upright. They're amazingly strong dudes. Yeah, they look like little popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, <So>. down she <laughs> goes. <laughs> and uh, negative man shoots out of Larry's body to uh, go inside and. Uh, revive the crew from the emergency oxygen supply. Uh, Cliff tries to straighten out the propeller, but it's 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 kif. It's no good. That's right. So she uh, snaps off a piece of the propeller and uses her giant fingernails to carve <laughs> out blades from a seashell. Uh, <laughs> she carves a new propeller out of the seashell. There you go. And then uh, she goes to check on Larry. He's fine. He's back in his body. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, it's a fantastic sea monster. And by fantastic sea monster, we, of course, mean giant octopus. That's right. Who looks just as surprised to see her as she is to see him. <laughs> he's got the big bulging eyes, and he's like, wow. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe they're like bees. They're more scared of you than <laughs> Of course. And that's probably true, because he squirts a black cloud of ink they can't, she can't see. She yanks a torpedo out of the torpedo darts and uses it to uh, poke the uh, octopus. And apparently it retreats. Splash. Splash. And it looks like it's going to attack the ship, but then kaboom, it blows up. That's right. Because she hurled the exploding, tor exploding torpedo at it. <laughs> Baroom. Well, there she goes. Everything is apparently fine now. Yeah, <laughs> this is funny. In this whole, I, re I remember reading this, and Cliff and yeah, Cliff and the chief, they are uh, <laughs> they are totally at odds in this whole uh, <laughs> yeah. this whole. I issue. was so busy replacing the repeller, I never saw the sea monster. Did you, chief? <laughs> of course not. You know I can't see anything unless you're on the scene pointing your TV camera straight at it. But I have something more important to tell you. He's like yelling at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're totally not getting along. I know, he's got to carry the camera. A town in northwest Canada. Hey, Canada, represent. All right. Been buried by a snow slide, of course. <laughs> snow in Canada, really? <laughs> All of our sled dogs were unavailable. and. Uh, How will we get the beer and, <laughs> and bacon What's through? <laughs> How will we get the beer and bacon through? <laughs> I don't know. Luckily, we probably have a stockpile. <laughs> We got enough beer and bacon for like four days. After that, we're going to be uh, out of luck. <laughs> so they jump in the uh, the super jet there and uh, take off, land on a frozen lake. She scratches a hole in it with her. She's got some manicure, I'll tell you that. She's carving stuff out of shells with her nails, and now she's carving a big hole in the ice so they can go underneath. 
Yeah, oh, no, no doubt. She just made a big shovel. Yeah, she's going to have to uh, visit the... Uh, whoever you visit for fingernails. <laughs> when this adventure's all over, she's they're going to be... Buy that, you know, nail lacquer by the gal <laughs> and tanker truck. <laughs> she's rolling it on with a paint roller. <laughs> Robot man's probably got to do it for her. Gets up there. <laughs> so she digs out the uh, dudes. Hey, we're safe. All of a sudden, roar! This big, uh, crazy cow yeti. Thing. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It looked like a crazy cow with big tusks. <laughs> <or something>. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh no, it's a giant snow beast. Rita can't fight it without dropping all those people. We've got to do it. Robot man. Robot man's like, do what? What are you talking about? Yeah, there's nothing there. So Native man just thinks he's stupid and goes and attacks <laughs> the monster. Concentrates all his electric energy and there's a cabin full of explosives with a large yellow sign on it. Conveniently <laughs> saying that it's full of explosives. That's right. Conveniently placed right beside the town. And Baroom, the snow monster gets blown up. Yes. And Larry's mad at Robot Man for being so dense and not seeing the monster. But I guess he explains that, hey, I couldn't see it. All my systems are working. I did a di- I ran a diagnostic. It's all cool. <laughs> you know? I pulled the data. It's all good. That's right. I'm all... But they don't think, oh, there wasn't anything there. They think, oh, there must be something wrong with my brain. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> So he goes back and he starts yelling at Chief because you did this to me. You broke my brain when you put it in this thing. <laughs> you broke my brain. <laughs> and Chief, and Chief, instead of saying no, don't be stupid, I didn't break your brain. It was already, it was fine before. It's fine now. He's like, I don't understand it. I checked everything so carefully. And smash! And here we get all right automaton. While you've been busy pitying yourself, a fantastic interview's been taking place. <laughs> there he goes. He gives everyone else a name. He's all like Cliff, Larry, Rita, and then now you're an automaton. You're nothing but a robot. Put your belly aching. <laughs> well, they're talking to this dude. Oh, I love this dude's hair. That's quite the quite the dude. He's got the looks like he's bald except he's got hair just right on top. It looks like the yeah. <laughs> with a big deep part right down the middle. Yeah, and the monocle, the, the handlebar mustache, and the goatee. It's sassy. So he is a, he has a theory that can explain these unbelievable creatures with twice now have threatened the Doom Patrol, Dr. Janus. He says, I believe that door has been opened between our dimension and another. These creatures are invaders. He says, 15 years ago in Logan City, Arizona, a meteorite struck the Earth. Eyewitnesses reported seeing strange life forms within its flames before it buried itself in the ground. I believe this was the first attempt of the beings from that dimension to enter our own, and it failed. But now they've succeeded. They'll try a full-scale invasion next, I bet. Like, that's ridiculous. I remember news stories about that meteorite. There was no mention of people seeing living beings inside it, right? And But everybody else remembers them reporting those beings. Yes. I remember it. I remember it. They're all. So do I. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Cliff, but I recall it just that way too. No. And Cliff's having a breakdown. He's like, "My brain is breaking down. Oh, my broken brain." He's like, "Wait, it'd be on files in the newspaper. That negative man out to borrow those copies." And he's like, "All right." So he shoots him up, I guess, and uh, we get to part two: the doorway to disaster. Yes. Yeah. 
Now, in my book, we've got uh, <laughs> we've, oh, yeah, got, a, we've got a couple of cool ads. We've got uh, the silver anniversary of Superman. Uh, yeah. It is a uh, giant Superman annual, and we get which one? Which one's silver? Twenty five? Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Twenty five years, and they are celebrating with some of what are they calling it? The greatest Superman stories ever. So we get King Krypton, the Super Gorilla. <laughs> yeah, I have that one. I have that one reprinted in the uh, giant size superheroes fight super gorilla. Oh yeah, you know what? I just picked that up on the weekend. I haven't. Uh, Did you? I haven't oh, read awesome. through it yet. But, it on the wall. It's great. <laughs> the name certainly sounded familiar. What else do we get here? We get when Superman became president. That's uh, so dim. That's right. He gets. Uh, we get to meet Superman's first wife, a lovely little blonde. Chicky oh, really? there. Uh huh. And we get the origin of the Superman-Batman team. Oh, hey. Cool. Mm -hmm. And then you flip over and you get a public service announcement from Terry the dog, who uh, is explaining how not to enjoy a family vacation. <laughs> what does Terry the dog know? <laughs> Terry the dog knows a lot. Really? He knows, yes. He knows you need to take a map on your road trips. Oh, you know. hey, that's a good plan. Well, we yeah. have GPS now. We don't need maps. That's a lot. <laughs> he knows you need to wear uh, sunscreen. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. He knows to slow down and smell the roses so that you can see all the scenery. These guys tend to drive through pretty quick. Pick up your garbage. He's pretty uh, concerned that garbage needs to be picked up. And uh, once the family arrives home, they realize that their dog was correct. And the next time they take a trip, they are going to prepare for it ahead of time. Which makes uh, little Terry say, yip, yip, hooray. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, Larry Cump brings back the papers and says, hey, look, see? <laughs> they all report the same thing. But I tell you, it didn't happen that way. That's not the way I read these reports back then. Yeah, he's got a bad brain, clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. Wait a minute. It's been presumed that if one man refuses to see what the whole world sees, then that man is crazy. But what if, just once, the opposite were true? I know it sounds fantastic, but it's an idea worth pursuing. They go to the city. Well, let's go to Logan City, where the meteorite fell. So they go. Meanwhile, in the secluded residence of Dr. Janus, he's having, what is he, having a spot of tea or something? Oh, no, he's admiring his... Uh, he's admiring his... Uh, swastika medal. His swastika medal and his huge portrait. Of him getting the medal from himself. Over top of his fireplace. That dude is hardcore. This is like a life-size... Like it li it's, it's huge. <laughs> Which wow. is just what you want to have over your... Uh, over your yeah, fireplace. Right. You gotta give the guy credit for balls. That's a pretty ballsy move. <laughs> Even in the sixties, having your picture with Hitler over top of your mantelpiece. Yeah, I'll throw on a monocle and a uh, a fake mustache, but but in my well, living had, room. <laughs> yeah, he had the he had the monocle in the picture, so <laughs> Alrighty, so we learn here that, that Dr. Janice is not who we suspect. He's actually Joseph Krutz, the propaganda bureau. And Hitler gave him a medal because of a fantastic invention he had, a device that could radio messages into men's brains, making them see things that were not there and believe things that never really happened. And still, somehow, they didn't win the war. <laughs> no kidding. It's like one bomb and suddenly everyone's like, hey, I don't believe in those giant monsters anymore. 
Uh, oh well, we'll ignore that little. Uh, <laughs> that I little guess it glitch. was experiment. They were they were trying to develop it and it wasn't ready for That's testing right. yet. Yeah, until after the war was done. It was still too buggy. They hadn't run the beta test on it. <laughs> yeah, twenty years later, however, it's good to go. Good to go. He's got a fake machine that'll drive them back, and he will be a hero. Also, he's gonna make these. It's the classic uh, Incredibles uh, story there where he yeah. <laughs> sends, the, sends the monster out after the city and then he's going to fight it off and become everybody's hero. That's right. All right. So, let's see. Meanwhile, Logan City, it's a ghost town. It's all closed down. And they go to the... Uh, they find papers. <laughs> I guess. Found some old papers. That proved no invaders were reported in the original meteorite story. Right. Got it completely got from the Logan City Press. That's right. That means someone deliberately played false file copies of the other newspaper. Like just one, and that was the one they happened to go they to. They just happened <laughs> to go to that one, or uh, or somehow they missed, yeah, or they missed the uh, Logan City Ghost Town newspaper. Uh, I guess that's more likely. Yeah. It's but wait, that poster behind you. There's a chick <laughs> with a mustache and a goatee. It may be another key to this fantastic puzzle. Stay right here while I check a certain book. <laughs> so he's got, looks like he's got a, a binder full of uh, pictures of Nazis, I guess. <laughs> One would hope that's all he's got there. He's yeah. a chief avid scrapbooker. He's got his uh, Nazi scrapbooks. <laughs> And he just scribbled a mustache and a beard on him. He's like, oh, it is Dr. Janus. <laughs> Look at that. Suddenly. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my. And so I'd say he found a means of radioing impressions into a human brain to make us see and recall things that never happened. Boom. Just like that. He's put it together. Put it together like that. He's, he's a quick dude, that chief. Yes. And now but Cliff. His, his yeah. invention failed with Cliff because his brain is surrounded by a jacket of steel. There we go. His oh, brain is go. working. His big metal brain case saved him. <laughs> so armed with this startling information, they move to the crater site. Looks like a big crowd's formed to uh, witness the invasion from another dimension. <laughs> yeah. Look over there. It's a great big lizard. <laughs> It's a pretty cool looking lizard. It looks looks kind of like an iguana, but it's got a lot a lot of extra sticky bits. A big spiky iguana, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The dark. So uh, he's Cliff, of course, isn't seeing anything. He's like, "Hey, everybody, it's not there. It's an illusion." But they're like, "Screw that! Open fire!" And they're all shooting at it. No use. Bullets can't stop it. Oh no! So Cliff walks out. Just keeps walking. Do 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 do. <laughs> And uh, Janus is in the crowd. He's like, oh, I should have realized the steel jacket around his brain picked up my radio impressions. But I'll defeat him anyway with a super illusion. So he makes the illusion look like it's picking up Cliff and killing him. Rawr. So that the uh, rest of the neutral freak out and they go to attack it. Yeah, they know it's an illusion and still. Still yeah. they're diving in there. Well, because it looks like it picked it up Cliff. So they real. think, That's well, maybe right. I'm wrong. That's right. So maybe maybe the chief was wrong. So they go in, and she grabs the monster, but she's actually grabbing Cliff and crushing him. <laughs> so he smacks her in the hand, and she thinks that the monster bit her. <laughs> oh man, this is hardcore stuff. So uh, 
he's invisible to the crowd because he, the, the illusion looks like he's in the monster's mouth or whatever. He snaps a high-tension line and uses the electricity flying from this cable to interrupt Janus's radio beam and shatter those mental impressions. Yeah, I guess that's the way it works. Eh? You just wave the uh, sparkling wire around and... <laughs> Shiny. And the radio beams are... Totally disrupted. <laughs> and it works too. Look, it like totally takes that monster apart. Like his arms and head flying off everywhere. That's pretty good. Big there goes the man behind the hoax. Get him! And Native Man gives him the uh, football tackle and takes him down. That robot man crushes the machine so he won't be making any more illusions. And off to jail he goes. So ends the fantastic plot of the world's greatest propaganda master. I think you learned some. There are some advantages to being an automaton, Cliff. Check. So just watch out who you're calling thick next time, friends. <laughs> Sounds like he's kind of, he's kind of pissed. He's like, you fuckers. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we should edit that out. I don't need that. We don't need to swear on the show. We don't need to work blue. I apologize, audience. Such as you are. That's right. That's right. No worries. No worries, and that totally brings us to the end. Uh, That's yeah, let me see. We've got the letters page. I don't think they mention much in here about the Doom Patrol yet, because it's still pretty early. Uh, yep, they only mention yeah these letter <laughs> these letter columns were kind of hurting. So yeah, yeah. They mention that next month it is the Doom Patrol again in a king-size spectacular titled Three Against the Earth, and then we get like a little short tense spine tingler called The Lure of the Undersea Beanstalk. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's the... Uh, that sounds pretty exciting. The little backup. I don't know if we're going to be able to handle that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, the, they have a backup here. This one is, Listen World, I'm the Missing Link. Which, uh, actually, it's pretty cool. It's got art by uh, Alex, Alex Toth. Ooh, Alex Toth. Can't go wrong there. No, you can't. It looks awesome. It's, uh, <laughs> it is, yeah, we've got some, some explorers who have hit, I don't know, some sort of, they're eating some fruit, and it turns them into cavemen. Awesome. And adventure ensues. It would only be better if it turned them into gorillas. Well, there are a couple of gorillas. There are, let's see, we have cavemen, and we have a big, giant, I think it's just a plain old regular gorilla. Not a cave gorilla. Not a cave do, gorilla. Not a cave gorilla. We do get like a... A mastodon or something, but uh, that's cool. about it. Yeah, no, it's a good little. My greatest adventure, that's number eight, right. one, number eight. There you go. If you're into cavemen and uh, giant gorillas and uh, other things, that's right. Hunt it down. Check it out. That's Check right. it out. And with that, I think we'll wrap this one up, nice and short and sweet. And we will see you all next time. Right same back doom here. Time, same Doom <laughs> channel. <laughs> Absolutely. Catch y'all next week. Feel free to drop by our blog. Uh, 
which is doompatrol.com and you can leave a comment on the episode that you've just listened to or you can send us an email at doompatrol.gmail.com